I'm Mimi, the feral southern housewife, and welcome to the podcast. In this little corner of the internet, we talk about neurodivergent parenting with neurodivergent kids, unconventional homeschooling, and other things of that sort, and sprinkling in just a little bit of that witchy mama magic in our everyday life. So, go ahead and grab a drink and a snack, or grab those earbuds in your to-do list, and let's get started. Oh my god, it has been a hot minute since I've sat down and talked with y'all. <laughs> I feel like the entire world's exploded. But, as I am sitting here, a couple days before Thanksgiving in 2023, I can say that uh, the book is finished. That I am writing with my friend Sarah Rostrasen. And we will be publishing it on March 1st of 2024, so that's super exciting. If you found this podcast from TikTok, I'll have a link to the pre-orders on Amazon uh, up there. And then Sarah on her page has links for like signed physical copies and stuff like that. So I do not have a website because I am way too overwhelmed by all the aspect of it. Every time I sit down, I'm just like, oh my God, how am I going to get any of this done? And it's super overwhelming and it seems like it's easy. And then I realized, oh yeah, that's right. I'm autistic and this is not my forte. So I'm going to let Sarah handle a lot of that part. And thank you so much for the support while on TikTok, YouTube, here on the podcast, and for any pre-orders that may come. Thank you so much. Now, I mentioned it was a couple days before Thanksgiving, and oh my god, we are already seeing Christmas lights going up. People are already talking about Mariah Carey's done thawed. <laughs> oh, that's song. A couple years ago, I found like one of those old classic Christmas uh, CDs at the library because our library has a giveaway bin and it has like Bing Crosby and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, I'll listen to that. You know, we'll listen to that sit down for a little bit, but uh, I'm not starting it till after we eat the turkey. The weekend after Thanksgiving is when I do the deep cleaning to get ready to put up all my decorations. And this year, what I think I'm going to do, since it has not snowed yet, which is weird, we had a little bit on Halloween, but it didn't stick. Um, what I think I'm going to do is I'm going to go out in the woods and I'm going to go find me a big old stick and hang it up somewhere and I have my own little decorated Yule stick instead of a Yule log because toddlers and Yule logs do not mix, especially if they can touch something with fire. But that leads us into the topic of conversation for today and that is what are some things you can do as a Christian witch or a Jesus witch or someone who is Bible adjacent to enjoy the holiday season because it's hard right now okay I'm not even gonna lie I'm putting this out there for the whole universe to hear this shit's hard make it easier (laughs) now last year I got into a conversation that uh made my wheels kind of spin a bit more because yeah I do have a lot of traditions that I hold I try to hold over from the family and there's a lot of things that I still do but a lot of people are like, where is the Christmas joy? I don't feel it anymore. Things like that. And I'm like, well, it's probably because you have depression now, boo-boo. It's, we are in a actual depression. Shit just keeps getting harder. Yeah. The holidays you used to be just easy and light and fun, and now it feels like just another day. But here's some things you can do to help that. 
take a sip of my coffee. The coffee that I packed with me on this little trip today, because we are still boycotting Starbucks. Not like it was hard to boycott Starbucks, I'm gonna be perfectly honest. It's pretty damn expensive. I got that one drink that went viral right before shit went off in October of this year, 2023, and well, that was the end of that. Ah, but anyway, let's get down to it. First of all, one of the things that I'm talking about in this book with Sarah is the liturgical calendar and how we can bring that into our witchy holidays as Christian witches. A lot of saint feasts really help us to like pull ourselves almost, I want to say it can transport us back to how things used to be in quote unquote the good old days. But having all these feasts and celebrations, it's not so much what we're doing, but why we are doing it. Winters have always been categorically hard. There's not much sun. There's not much to do. Even if you are a snow bunny, even if you are living in, you know, the southern hemisphere right now, it feels like things kind of grind for the most part to a halt, only to pick back up to make sure that you're buying shit. And it doesn't feel good, you know? But ways you can bring back the holiday feeling is by really slowing down. And I know you've probably heard that 8 million times. You're about to be like, Mimi, I'm going to slap you through this phone or through these headphones that I'm listening to you through. And I understand, I understand. As someone on on the neurodivergent spectrum, as someone who cannot do all the things and get pissed off that I need to do all the things, trust me, the holiday season feels like the Olympics as a mom most of the time. We gotta do our gifts. We gotta do our tradition. We gotta do our eating. Even though I live so many hundreds of miles away from my family and I don't really see them during the holiday, I still have to do the phone calls, which is, eh, alright, it happens. I still have to do everything else that comes with it, that comes to hosting and doing holidays pretty much on my own. The biggest thing that I will say, aside from slow down, is just to make it small and about y'all okay even if you've got a great big extended family and y'all all all get together on on christmas eve or christmas day or the day after or whatever y'all do save all that headache for like the day or two before that day okay the rest of it can just be doing the small cozy things that make you happy like i said i'm gonna go out and get me a big old stick and decorate it for my yule stick (laughs) this year And that's going to bring me some joy and happiness. I'm going to have that. I'm going to see it. It's going to sit with me. And it's going to be something small. The first holiday, technical holiday, that I would say to celebrate would be uh, St. Nicholas Day. It's either December 5th or the 6th. I think the 5th is on like the celebrating day and then the 6th is his actual feasting day. Now, Germanic tradition, which is what I know of the stories that I've heard passed down from my family, um, we all knew about Krampus. And I will say that as Christmas got closer, it <laughs> it wasn't just you're going to get cold in your stocking. It was the devil's going to snatch you up. Well, guess where that's come from? That's probably from Krampus. Good job. And... What we do there is usually 
we do like our small family gift exchange. So like the girls exchange like their handmade gifts or like the little trinkets they've picked up through the year that they want to give to their sisters and things like that. That's what their night is for. This year, I think the girls are old enough. I mean, obviously, Boo's not. She's only two. But I think everybody else is old enough that we can finally tell the story and the whole origin story of Krampus and things like that. Some old-timey tales. I've got some Foxfire Christmas tales that I can do. That's, uh, that's going to be really fun. Another thing that we do is we watch Christmas and holiday movies together. Like, I really make it a point that after dinner and we all get settled down and everything, that we sit down and watch a movie. Even if I have to get back up with the baby or we have to eat supper at 5, 5.30, which is not feasible for everybody. I do understand that. I make sure that we get to watch the movie. So, I would say, find something you enjoy to sit down and actually do. Put your phone down. Sit down. Make that the plan. And if it doesn't go right, if kids get loud, if things get crazy, if you've got to get up eight times, that's okay. Just do it. Just do it and have those moments you can think back on. My kids are looking forward to it this year. And my Izzy's already told me that she's excited for us to have um, when we make our orange slices and our orange decorations and our Christmas chain. And she started talking about all these things that I thought were insignificant and not important. And she is so excited, y'all. Which kind of makes me excited and, and keeps me going, you know. then you've got, you can celebrate um, Saturnalia, Yule. It's basically just a giant week-long feast and partying and celebration of the darkest day of the year. There is that old Celtic tradition of the Holly King and the Oak King who are fighting. And midsummer is when the Holly King wins his battle and the days start getting shorter and he wants it to be night while the Oak King wins. Uh, in the winter and the light he starts to bring the light back and it's just it's a really fun story it's a really fun time but you can make little things important like that you know you don't have to just buy into Christmas you don't have to just buy into all of that you can do the holidays that speak to you the most with the exception of the culturally appropriating stuff you you leave that alone I see you over there in the corner you you put that down Now, after Christmas, everybody has that one week where it's just like, what the hell's going on? The kids still don't have school, but everybody has to go back to work, and it just feels weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, the liminal space between that. I'd opt to say to go ahead and use that liminal space, that in-between time, to really work on what you want to let go of for the year and what you want to bring into the new year and start mentally preparing yourself for that part of the new year. Now, we already had our Witch's New Year over there in um, Samhain. No. Well, now I forgot. No, it's Samhain. It is. We've had our Witch's New Year already, and we can move on. But it seems like the biggest thing to do is just to follow along with the regular calendar that we have. So, New Year's, I think you should do some work there that's what I do we we all sit down together and we make our things of like oh this is what I remember the most about the year and this is what I didn't like about the year and 
like this is my favorite this wasn't my favorite and sit down with the kids and you know your partner and whatnot and and talk it out it's gonna feel like you're doing a lot but it will come second nature as you pick and choose what you enjoy and what you don't and then you move on to three kings day now i only know about three kings day aside from like the actual story in the bible but my husband talked about well what are we gonna do when we first started having more children it was like what are we gonna do for three kings day and I'm like, the hell is three kings day <laughs> and he explained to me what it was and i was like that's just more reason to buy stuff i don't want to do it but i think this year we're gonna instead of just reading the story and maybe making cookies and stuff together what i'm gonna try to do is we're gonna have like a little pieces kind of a holiday where we do little bitty gifts through the month to make the month feel good instead of like a, and then like one big Christmas gift the other reason for that is I've got one kid's birthday is a week before Christmas the next one's three weeks and the next one's a month after that and then another one two weeks after that like we got birthdays right behind the holiday season and I'm broke so it's okay for the good memories to be making cookies and watching movies and making homemade decorations it's okay if you are broke and on the struggle bus it's okay so in three kings day which is also known as epiphany on the liturgical calendar that is the day that you kind of just like that is the last of the gifts and the celebrating the feast days and all that and you can take your um the, the tree down traditionally you can some people, however, leave the lights up and their decor up until Candlemas or Imbolc because that's when, or no, not Imbolc, um, yeah, Imbolc, and St. Bridges Day, when the light comes back, when the first fires come back. Um, so the artificial light, the candles we keep to help the light find its way back in the dark, you know, we can finally take those down because the light is finding its way back. And I think that's a fun little tradition for you guys to have, you know. Now, what was this giant rambling for? Well, basically just to say it's okay to slow down. It's okay to spread your all your holiday stuff out. And you can even do stuff after Christmas if you didn't get to it. Because guess what? It's still the holiday time. If you have ADHD and you have autism and or you have both like I do, there are times when you see all of this and if it's not perfect in your mind... Or going exactly how you envisioned it for the best part. Your rejection sensitivity dysphoria kicks in. You get thrown off your flow because it's out of the routine. Holidays are stressful because it ruins the routine anyway. It's okay to breathe and let a lot of it go. Alright? It's okay to only pick two or three things to do. As long as you can find ways to make yourself present and available for your family. Your direct family. Like your kids then that's the best time of year. Honestly, it is. So, in case I don't talk to you again, you guys have a wonderful holiday. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. Happy Christmas. All that good stuff. Happy Yule. I don't even remember what you say for Yule, but Happy Yule. (laughs) And everybody, have a fantastic day. Bye now.